In the time it takes you to listen to this ad, almost three million gallons of water will have flowed over the deck at Niagara Falls. And when that deck needs to be protected from all that water, it's sealed with America's recognized brand in water protection, Thompson's Water Seal. Oh look, another 100,000 gallons. Weather protected, water sealed. Thompson's Water Seal, trust the seal. Available at a retailer near you. If you could multiply something 50 times, what would that something be? Milkshakes? Minutes in the day? How about money? The Virginia Lottery's 50 times the money scratcher gives you 25 chances to win on each ticket. You could win up to $3 million playing 50 times the money. Yeah, multiplying money sounds like fun. No offense to milkshakes. Virginia Lottery Scratchers. Everyday wins. Visit a lottery retailer near you. For odds and more information, visit VALottery.com. Welcome to episode 114 of The Binge Boys. We're back for Binging Batch. Joined, of course, by Kaylee, discussing the finale of Listen to Your Heart. Uh, the goodbye. We said goodbye to a cup, one of our favorite couples. We uh, got our, uh, yeah, we got our finale episode. Um, we also got a debut album from the couple. I didn't think that they were going to drop a whole album. I thought it was maybe going to be a single, but no, they, I guess they've had time to work on it. Um, and here we are. We're just, and then we'll talk about uh, our plan for uh, going forward. Uh, my hair is just killing it right now. Check that out. <laughs> Benji, drop that beat so we can get into discussing the sixth and final episode of Listen to Your Heart. I really drew out the heart there. Did not mean to. I love this music. <laughs> sweet love that love that music we got it kaylee we got our finale we did seems like it's been so long but it was only six episodes yeah it was the it was yeah it was something um do you just want to dive in from the very beginning kind of give the timeline the play-by-play Sure, you're, you're, you're usually the best at giving those play-by-play, so I'll let you go ahead. Great, um, I'm also like a glass of wine in right now, so let's see if my memory isn't too foggy. So basically, they made it to Nashville, which is Jamie's neck of the woods, which um, is interesting because Ryan also once lived in Nashville. He's mm-hmm. in Hillsboro, which is kind of cool. So. They make it to Nashville. They're on their like massive suite. It's like this super old, tiny hotel. Um, I forget which presidents had stayed there in the past, but it when you walked in, you it. Um, I think um, Trevor was the one that said it, but it definitely captured everything. It made you feel like you were at the White House. Was kind of like the idea of this super nice hotel and. Um, around that time, I don't know if it was before they made it to the hotel or after they made it to the hotel. Um, Chris Harrison was like, all right. Oh, it was, it was before the hotel because they stopped at the, the theater, like the massive theater that they had rented out for the performances that were going to happen that week. And he was like, this stage is where we're about to lay it all down. And when you guys, when I'll see you again, you're going to be right here on this stage performing um, for the finale. And when you're here, like 
I want you guys to be in love with each other, basically, is how he put it. He's like, if you do not see yourself getting there, if you're not there, like, I don't want you here. Like, I don't want you here on this stage. Mm -hmm. Put a lot of pressure on Matt, which was obvious. We had seen that in so many of the episodes leading up to the finale that he just, like, didn't know where he was at. Um, So when they got to the suite... Matt couldn't like contain himself. He's like pacing up and down the hallway, Matt style and Rudy's in her room, Rudy style, like hiding in the pillows, like obviously upset. And so Matt comes in, pulls Rudy aside and basically says that he doesn't think it would be fair if they continued on. Mm -hmm. Um, So they decided to kind of split it and leave which Jamie was super upset. Jamie, I love Jamie, but sometimes her reactions are like, are you 16 or 13 or 12? I, I thought the exact same thing when she had her reaction. No, no, not just freaking out. And it's like, girl, they're leaving. Like, and you knew it was going to happen. Like you've been saying from the beginning that you don't think that they're as far as everybody else. And they're not. Yeah. So they faced the music um, and left which is interesting. We'll cover it a little bit later, but so they leave um, and then they go on to, so the, they have like their final date. So before their final performances, they all go on their final dates and true. Listen to your heart style. These dates are very lame. They literally just sit with some food and talk to each other um, is what the dates are. And I guess it's just to really capture where their feelings are at at that moment. So um, Trevor and Jamie go off on their, date and they just basically tell each other how much they're into each other and then jamie presents this key to the fantasy suite because they do have the opportunity to go to a fantasy suite and trevor accepts so they go to the fantasy suite so who we all know what probably happened during that because it's um then let's cut to branch chris they're on their date. Brie is in a weird, funky headspace because every time she's been in relationships where um, sexual activity has happened too soon, it's been bad. Like, it's not been good for her. And so she was worried on the, the whole fantasy suite thing. In my head, it was a little weird because it was almost like she was going to, like, trick question Chris into yeah. asking him if he wanted to go to the fantasy suite. And if he said yes, then she was going to be upset. But then he said no, which was basically what she wanted. Um, And then she still kind of got upset about it. And my boyfriend and I were watching it. And I was like, now I understand why y'all get so frustrated when us girls say yes when we mean no. And when we say no when we mean yes. She just did it to all of America plus Chris right now. Because I was just like, girl, why are you mad? That's exactly what you wanted. But. Yeah. So when they were rehearsing for the final premiere of the whole thing, she couldn't get out of this headspace. She couldn't even look at Chris while they were performing. She was giving him attitude the entire time. Chris kept his composure. Like he didn't flip on her or nothing like that, which was really nice. Um, and then basically all of that to lead up to the final show. That's basically I- what the episode was. It wasn't super dramatic, climatic. No. Nothing. It was very like, all right, let's just end this thing. Like, let's get this over with. Um, but yeah, it felt it felt very anti like climactic. It didn't feel like a true like season finale. It just felt like a normal episode. And then Chris Harrison being like, "Wait, usually I say go home, but tonight 
we'll find, you know, very cheesy Ryan Seacrest, American Idol style cheese. Um, you know, uh, do you think the, the, the producers are in his ear when he's talking like slower? Talk slower, talk more dramatic. Probably. Like, he, he drags everything out. But I mean, he's trying to be dramatic. He's trying to cause suspense. I get it. Um, but yeah, we got uh, all that stuff leading up. I'm I'm very surprised, but at the same time, I'm not because we were we were talking last week, thinking like Rudy and Matt could pull through and and win right. thing. And that's what kind of makes me mad is because obviously after it was shown to the world that they decided to leave the show more than Matt decided to leave the show and Rudy was done trying to deal with Matt's like in and outness. Um, Matt and Rudy both posted on Instagram announcing whatever Rudy released a new single called hate LA, which is a lot better than her original song single called smile that she released. Hate LA is actually pretty good. I would listen to it, but, um, but then Matt came on and said that there's more Rudy music to come, more moody, more moody music to come. As yeah. if they were still seeing each other or talking or doing something. And it's like, if this is the scenario and y'all are still together, you're idiots. <laughs> like, yeah. if you should have stayed on, you would have won it. Like, the, you're the way that, like, crazy. The way that I took it is that, so I saw Matt's Instagram picture where he put, where he was like up next to each other. And it said like more rude or more moody or whatever. Um, I took that like as yeah, they're they're hundred percent like dating. But yeah, because I had the same reaction as you when I saw that, like, what? I mean, but thinking back, like I think Matt's thing was that he didn't necessarily not feel that strong for her. I feel like he just saw the levels that Chris and Breeze and Trevor's and Jamie's relationships were at. It was like, listen, I like you a lot and care about you a lot, but looking at those two, I can't even sit here and pretend that I like you that much. Right. But the thing is, like, sure, it's a competition for love, but it's also a big competition for music. Mm -hmm. Like, Think about it. It's not like, oh, the couple wins and then after they win, they get to write a book on how to fall in love in 25 days. It's not like... They have to get married or even propose to each other like most of the other Bachelor shows are. It's nothing like that. It's like if you win, you get a record deal, you get to go on tour, you get to produce music together is basically what it was. It wasn't like you have to get married and then go on tour. It's not that type of – there was a lot more pressure for love, I feel like, in these episodes compared to the last ones because of how much Chris Harrison pushed it. Yeah. Because in previous seasons, he doesn't come in. He's just like, so what are you thinking, person? Like, what what's on your mind? He's not like, you need to be at this level. Like, you need to do this. This is what I'm expecting, which was very different, I think. Uh-huh. So um, let's talk about their performances. Mm-hmm. Um, so first of all, the celebrity judges we get this time around, we get Tay Diggs. We get Jewel. I don't know who Tay Diggs is. Am I dumb? I don't know who Tay Diggs either is. I was listening to a recap podcast, and when they mentioned Tay Diggs, they were like, oh, my God, Tay Diggs. He must have been like an early 2000s, late 90s 
like maybe I'm gonna get flamed by the other two. Maybe I'm maybe Sack and Pierce are gonna flame me for not knowing who Tay Diggs is. But I oh, he he's from Rent. He's oh. like he's like a Broadway musical singer. Oh, okay. okay. So that would make sense. It's not like he has like albums. I think okay. he's done a lot more like films, TV series. Like he's a he's a wholesome. Okay, he's an all in one. He's he's a he's a mixed bag of of stuff. Yeah, he's a mixed bag of talent. Okay, and then we got Jewel, which I know who Jewel is, but I don't like listen to her music. I just know that like that was like, hey mom, Jewel is on the Bachelor. She'd be like, oh Jewel. Yeah. Um. And then Rita Wilson, which is um, Tom Hanks's wife. <laughs> yes. <laughs> did not know that she had a music career. Nope. Um, Honestly, I feel like they had some pretty big names, don't get me wrong, but I feel like they had bigger, more well-known names on previous episodes. Yes, 100%. Um, like Andy Grammer and like the others. Right. And then um Caitlin and Jason. Yes, Caitlin and Jason, which I love Caitlin and Jason. They, yeah, they look they, they look like goals. They are, and they have two dogs named um Rom Ramen and Pino. Oh my god. Lena, Pino and Ramen and they're two like golden retrievers. Oh so cute. Like they're so rescues, like from this one company that rescues dogs in like foreign countries. And it's like, that's awesome. And they both live in Nashville. And um, it's, yeah, Caitlin. Caitlin's Canadian, like super Canadian. They're just so cute. Yeah, they are. They looked awesome. I love Jason from Becca's season. I was like Jason all the way. We so, love Jason. <laughs> uh, yeah, for sure. So Jamie and Trevor performed first. They sang Unchained Melody and Speechless. Um, and I personally thought that they knocked their performances like out of the park. Um, I thought the only thing that felt forced was the fact that Jamie was hanging all over Trevor. I think yeah. she was like worried about the judges not seeing if they like loved each other. Right. So like she forced like the in the middle of the song kiss, the kiss at the beginning of the song, the kiss at the end of the song. I was like, Jamie, you're forcing it and it seems fake. Right. Um, My thing is, it was like Trevor wasn't singing at all. Yeah, Jamie was like the pipes. Like Jamie was the performance and Trevor was a backup singer, which yeah. is weird because Trevor has a lot more performance and TV like experience with doing American Idol. So I was like, I don't know what you guys decided or how this happened. So I think one of the judges said it. I forget which one. I think it was um Tay Diggs. Is that yeah, Tay Diggs? I think he said that. They leaned on themselves on each. They leaned on each other so much that it almost feels like they felt like they had to lean on each other. Right. Like you can both separate and do your own thing and come back to each other and still have like, like if you look at most duos, like look at Dan and Shay, good example. Um, Florida Georgia Line comes to, just a bunch of like, or even hip hop duos like. Very rarely are all the members of the band or our group like standing next to each other the entire performance. Like you can move around very much like what Bree and Chris did. They moved around, they got to be by themselves, and they still killed it. Um, when they sang, 
which for some reason the article doesn't show the songs they sang, but um, oh, I definitely know what they sang because it's on their on their album. It's uh, "Give Me Love" and "Make You Feel My Love." Yes, yes, and they murdered those too. Like they did. And it makes me upset because I know that Matt and Rudy would have murdered theirs too. Murdered theirs too. The thing that I really liked about Bree and Chris's performance is that they rolled their song right into the next one. Mm -hmm. It was really weird when Trevor and Jamie basically stopped. Yeah. And like, I don't know if it was like they were transitioning or switching out instruments or what was happening, but like Jamie was like, we chose this as our second song or like came on. And I was like, is this a talent show? Like, <laughs> Why are you felt, telling them what you're about to do? Like, that's so... It felt really awkward. It was, yeah, it was just really awkward. Um, yeah, I mean, I'll give them the benefit of the, of the doubt because this is the first time Bachelor is attempting, like, the singing competition. Yeah. So, like, you got to think if this gets a second season that they do it better and tweak it so that next time around there's less weirdness and maybe they can get more higher profile judges. I mean, the bachelor's on ABC. ABC is the same channel that does American idol. Right. So you'd think that maybe APC, ABC could pull some strings and maybe get a couple like high profile, like pop singers, maybe even like, don't know what that word sound was. Oh, was that your laptop? Did you get a text? I got a text message. I don't yeah. like it was like my smoke alarm. I was like, excuse me. Yeah. There was one in here. <laughs> um, <laughs> um but yeah breen breen chris killed it tay diggs even told them that he would pay money to see them which at that moment i was like they won that's it that's it that's it right after it happened i was like well that's it for for a second i was like jamie and trevor could pull this out but when tay diggs told them that they relied too heavily on each other. I was like, but, and then when Tay Diggs said he'd pay to see Brian Chris, I was like, that's it. It's over. It's over. You got to think that the judges are like arguing back and forth. Like maybe Jamie and Trevor should win it. And then Tay Diggs is like, hold it. I would pay money to see them. And honestly, I probably would too. I'd, I'd pay money to see Brian Chris, not like stupid money, but like if they did a, a pop-up show downtown for like 20 bucks, 30 bucks, I'd go. Right. Cool. I, yeah, I, I would. Because they're, they're supposedly to, supposed to go on tour. At yeah. some and I would definitely rather go see them than Jamie and Trevor. No offense. I just don't, like, they're, they're both really good singers. Don't get me wrong. I just don't feel like there's a lot of special, like, I don't get chills when either one of them sing. I don't feel it. Agreed. That great. Like, I don't know. Like, Brie and Chris, like, maybe they're just more mature people, but like, I can see them in the music industry. I can't see Jamie and Trevor. Maybe it's because Jamie's so immature in some ways still. Yeah. Trevor's more mature, but like, I can't picture Jamie like performing on stage at like the Country Music Awards. No. And the thing is, I think with like Brie and Chris, their voices just match together. So they blend together so well. I feel like if Trevor and Jamie tried to harmonize, we'd just be like, what is happening? Mm -hmm. Jamie would just like overpower Trevor. It would just be really weird. I don't know. Yes, I agree. 
Um, so there you have it. We have our bachelor. Listen to your heart. Do you think we get a second season? I think they'll, I think they'll have a second season. They'll just add it to the rotation of paradise bachelorette bachelor. They'll just, they can just keep it as or, a short six week thing. Keep it. Maybe they won't. Cause I think they only had one winter games when they did winter games. I think they only had one season of that. Oh, well um, maybe. But the thing with winter games that was weird, it was like across the world. Yeah. So you got people with language barriers. So I think that might have just not, it might have just been a really bad experiment or experience that they're like, okay, yeah, that wasn't a great idea. Mm -hmm. we, got, we got 90 Day Fiance to cover that one. We don't need to do it winter games. Um, so I don't know. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was good. Um, but they, yeah. um, like we said earlier, they they released their debut album as well. Uh, Bree and Chris, or Chris and Bree released the album Chris and Bree, which it's their debut album. That's perfect. I mean, I love the the album artwork. Yeah, I do too. Um, the, the like sketch. I saw that they, they tagged the artist on Instagram, and she she does some pretty cool stuff. Um, honestly, I loved the album. Yeah, like, it, it was good. I have a few complaints, but again, it was a first album. Yeah. So, um, yeah. They had, it, it seems like they had like six out of the 10 were original and then seven through 10 were their covers. Which, yeah, it was what they sang on the show. Which They're I'm cool with. I mean, I really like their version of the Taylor Swift song mm -hmm. as well as the um, Can't Help Falling in Love. Mm-hmm. Uh, out of so out of their songs, which of them, which of the originals is your favorite? Like which of their songs that they wrote is your favorite? Uh I think I liked them for the most part. They each had their own different vibe. They they each own they each all had their own time and place. Like some of them are lovey-dovey, but then some of them like 360 comes to mind. That's like a real fast paced, like, like this is more of a pop jam, but I don't know. I liked found you. I mean, that's, that's noted on Apple music as the favorite that and lover are the two most popular streamed on Apple. Yeah. Um, what about you? I mean, I, I liked them all. I mean, I do. Tell them. I like that one a lot. Yeah, I like I do tell them a lot. I think it really showcases what their experience was like. Yeah. A lot more. Um, which, yeah, I liked it. Um, my, like, only weird complaint about mm -hmm. the album is I feel like a lot of the songs sounded too similar. Okay. To each other. Like, it was like, oh, okay, yeah, we're on to the next song. But, like, it still, still kind of sounds like the song before for it yep. and it kind of keeps that melody in tune throughout the whole thing it wasn't like there was distinctively a change in the like instrumental for the chorus compared to like the bridge or anything it was like the same same all the way through yeah i agree it like was, that monotoniness of it it was a little it was like mundane a little bit but that's okay. I mean, again, it's the first album, and they did probably have to write it in a lot of crunch time. So, yeah, they were probably like, "All right, so you know how you fell in love in twenty-five days? 
well, we got to make an album in half that. Right. And then at the same time, they're in quarantine, too. So, like, what are you using as your inspiration? You're not allowed to go out and do anything. You just get to stare at each other in the same room for hours. Like, where is not much inspiration? So that kind of sucked. But And then the other thing was, if you, like, kind of listen to it, it almost feels like they're far away. It's like the instrumental and their vocals are like at the same volume. And so it sounds like they're kind of far away and it doesn't sound like they're like right there in your ear like you normally do when you're listening. I'll go back and listen to it and check that out. Yeah, you should. Cause I was like listening to it and I was like, why are they so soft? Like I am used to someone like bumping in my ear and right now it's like they're off in the distance and just singing this beautiful ballad and we have this cute like this pretty instrumental and it's like this is great but this is something i play like the background oh. that like get together that's supposed to be chill like it wouldn't be something i would jam to so right yeah it was interesting but out of the songs that they performed like throughout the season two of like one that's like my favorite is beyond I, I don't know why. Like, they were singing it towards the end of the season when it showed that they were, like, creating an album or that they were yeah. recording. And they just sing that song so well. Like, I could listen to it, like, every day probably, like, their version. Um, and then Give Me Love, like, their version of Give Me Love, like, gives me goosebumps. And I think it might be because it just reminds me so much of the finale. Yeah. Like, their performance at the finale when, like, Brie finally broke out of whatever her rut was and – they just did the thing and it was, yeah, it just gives me chills a little bit listening. To I, I would sign up for a version of a recorded version of Shallow by Matt and Rudy. I really liked their performance of that. I would for sure listen to that. I, I, I feel like because these guys were allowed to put their covers on their albums, I almost want to guarantee that if Matt and Rudy put together a little, little mixtape or album or something, that shallow might be on it because so many people yeah honestly abc the bachelor nation is kind of dumb they should have kept them all long enough to create like the best of the season like a five hit track of like listen to your heart season one best tracks or like maybe even all of them and had everyone record and put their songs on that album because then we'd have shallow. We would have like all of our favorites. I um, like that. Yeah. That's a, like, yeah. That's a pretty good idea. Like a soundtrack, but not really a soundtrack. They usually did that with, or they, at least they used to do that with American Idol when they had like the top tens, they would just put all their performances on an album and then put it on iTunes. Yeah. I remember that. I remember so. Seeing their faces like on albums that were definitely generated by American Idol. Exactly. So with Listen to Your Heart Over, we have a couple of weeks until Bachelor does their best of series. That starts on June 8th. That was two, that's two weeks from yesterday. Um, And we'll talk about those each week. But until then, we have two weeks. Um, until that. So I think what we're going to do is we're going to watch Too Hot to Handle. Mm -hmm. There are eight episodes of Too Hot to Handle with an additional reunion ninth episode. Mm -hmm. Um, Kind of how what Love is Blind did. You watched Love is Blind, right? Yes, I did. Okay, so yeah, Love is Blind did the same thing. Um, 
so how are we going to split up these two weeks? Are we going to binge the first half and then talk about it? Or we're going to binge the second half, then talk about it. Or we're just going to binge the whole thing, talk about it, watch the added episode, and then talk about that. How are we how are we breaking up the two weeks? Part of me was thinking part of me was thinking that we do the first four for this week. It's hard because there's nine. It'd be different if it was five and five or four and four, but there's nine. Mm -hmm. So let's do the first four. We'll talk about the first four next week. And then um, five through eight the second week. And then, and then we could, we could do nine on its own with the premiere of the bachelor. I was thinking we could also just do nine as its own all together and make it like a bonus episode. We could. Like we could just do a double recording in a night or something. We could do that too. Mm-hmm. It might be shorter, but hey, that's okay. That's the point of a bonus. You don't get the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Let's uh, let's do that. I like it. I'm excited. My uh, A lot of my... Uh, reality friends because my other fellow podcast hosts aren't big reality TV fans, although I was able to peer pressure them into watching Love is Blind. Um, good peer pressure. You're a good when friend. I, when I brought up the fact that I was probably, I was like, come on guys, let's watch the, this. This was back before we even, you know, did the binging batch thing. And they're like, absolutely not. You forced us to watch Love is Blind. We did it. No, no chance. You get one force a year. <laughs> so the ticket and go. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So here we are. Um, I'm excited. I'll. Uh, we'll just. And what's nice is we have a whole week to watch four episodes. I think. I think that's doable. I think it's doable. I'm gonna have to switch that up with watching Game of Thrones because I started watching GOT. Ooh, how far into it are you? Season one. Episode seven, maybe six. Um, what do you think so far? Huh? What do you think so far? It's really good. It's really good. I'm watching it with my boyfriend. My boyfriend has seen it all. I think mm -hmm. all the final season. So that's why he's happy to kind of rewatch it all with me. And if I didn't have him, I think I probably would have quit already because there's just so much going on that I don't remember their names or remember the connections or remember what's going on. But he'll like be like, remember, remember that name or that person's that name is that person or because I forget everyone's name. But like for right now, like all I can tell you is I hate the guy that thinks he's going to be the dragon king with the blonde hair like that. I don't know his name. The young kid. Yeah, I don't think he's a young kid. He's the one that sold his sister off. Oh, yeah. He's a jerk. Yeah. I don't like him. I don't like the two siblings where the one wife is married, not wife, but the late, the one sister is married to the king of all the kingdoms. Yeah. I just don't know the names. No. I, I know the associations, but I don't know their names. Trust me. For So I watched it similarly, like, to catch up to be able to watch the final season when it was on TV. And I couldn't tell you if there was, let's just say there's 30 characters in the show. I know maybe eight of their names. Like I know, um, like, I know Bran, the kid that almost died. I know Bran, I know Tyrion. 
and for some reason all of their Cersei uh their names are literally all escaping me right now. So there there's three out of out of however many there are. One of the wolf's name was Lady. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I know. I don't know anything. It's so bad. No, it's okay. Trust me. Um funny enough, my dad binged the hell out of the show. I still need to ask him what he thought of it. But mm -hmm. like I'm pretty sure he finished the show in like a week. He must not be doing anything. So, no. like, but he said the very same thing. Like, I, I think I came home and visited him and he was like, oh, I started Game of Thrones. And I'm like, what are your thoughts? And he essentially said, I hate the blonde kid. And yes, <laughs> we all hate the blonde kid. <laughs> mean, like, or whatever. So nobody knows the character's names. My roommate, Jordan, is a, like, is your boyfriend, like, up and over the wall like game of thrones guy like does he love the show like through and through i wouldn't say he's like obsessively in love with it but he speaks highly of it like he likes it like my, my roomie jordan is, is quite in love with game of thrones i'm pretty sure it's his favorite show of all time like we'll be working and i'll just like hear him like recapping or like watching the episodes in his room like the game of thrones music no 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 uh, it gets really good. I'm not like a, I'm not a diehard fan of it, but like it's a great, it's a great show. There's just a lot that goes on. It's not one of those shows that you can throw on and like cook or something. You have to watch it, which sometimes sucks because those episodes are super brutal. Sometimes they're so long at times. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're they're like an hour long, and you cannot like not pay attention. If you blink, literally, if you blink twice in a row, you're gonna miss something. Yep, better you have to be glued, like eyelids, like glued open. Yeah, and if you fall asleep like mid episode, might as well just start the episode over again because you'll never know. Like, it's 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 really tough because there's pretty much like there's action in it. Like, there's a lot more action as the show goes on, but, like, it's pretty much just a show of people having conversations mm -hmm. um, in between action. So it's like, what part did you left off on? Uh, the conversation? It's like, which conversation? It, right. It, like, sometimes Nathan will find me, like, on my phone, and he goes, did you hear that? And I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They all are speaking gibberish. Can you just, like, recap for me? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he gets so annoyed. So I'm actually Google searching like bat, like reality TV shows to see kind of like what else is out there because obviously there's a million reality TV shows. And the Bachelor, Bachelor Nation used to have a show called Bachelor Pad. Um, it only had four seasons and um, they ended up ending, like canceling the show and it ended up getting replaced by Bachelors in Paradise. Okay. It's the same concept as you have the same number as guys and girls and then one of the opposite sexes um brings in more and then you have roses and you hand them out except there was a cash prize of two hundred fifty thousand dollars which is interesting um it says i'm going to read the show format really quick because this is kind of interesting it says at the beginning of the seat oh this is all from wikipedia by the way at the beginning of the season, each contestant privately votes for a person of the opposite sex to be eliminated. Each week, the person with the highest vote count from each sex is eliminated, while a competition winner casts the deciding vote publicly in the event of a tie. 
In order to advance to the final eight, the sex with the least number of remaining contestants selects partners to for competing as couples. So kind of just like listen to your heart where like they basically pair up and now they're competing as couples. A ballroom dancing competition similar to Dancing with the Stars is the final competition. Previous bachelors and bachelorettes serve as judges with the winning couple deciding the couple with the winning couple deciding the couple it will advance to the final vote. I don't know if that made any sense. The final vote is left to the eliminating contestants who weigh the most deserving couple to be awarded. Oh. That's that, kind of spicy. That's really feisty. It's spicy and feisty. It's a, it's a taco seasoning mix for sure. Okay, so the most deserving couple to be. So, yeah, so it's like they got people that vote. I think they bring in old bachelor and bachelorettes to serve as judges and then they kind of narrow it down and then the final vote is based off of the eliminated contestants from that season and sounds like a mixture of bachelor dancing with the stars and survivor with like yeah. the voting the person off by writing their name down right i like i kind of like the idea i don't of- hate that you like like writing in to eliminate a person because there's so many people in so many seasons where we're like that person should have like been killed off like four episodes like four seat like four weeks ago like why are they still here and yeah. it's 90 percent of the house hates them and it's like the drama just lives on because of it maybe that's why there was just too much drama eliminated too quickly and they're like nah we got to keep these people in longer um, after the final vote, the couple participates in a prisoner's dilemma whereby the male contestant and female contestant must decide whether to keep or share the $250,000 prize. The final twist in the show's format is that if both contestants choose to keep the grand prize, the monetary prize is evenly distribu- distributed amongst the other eliminated contestants. <laughs> Season one ended. Oh, that is freaking nuts. So basically, after you get like, let's say Kelly and Fred win and they are supposed to get $250,000, they get a vote. If they both say pass basically on the money, then they get to keep it. If one person says keep and the other person says pass, the person that says keep gets to keep all the money. But if they both say keep, the money gets distributed out to the other eight, like the other couples, like everybody else that got eliminated. Hmm. That's wild. This is like a very, that's like a very stressful season. Yeah, it sounds very, uh, there's very a lot happening. There's a lot going on. Right. Um, so, yeah, there you go. That's interesting. And I, I think I can find those on like Hulu or something. Cause I, yeah, I'll, I'll do, I'll do the same. I'll try to find them. Um, and that is episode 114. Woo, 114. I think, I mean, we could obviously go through in our winners and losers, but at this point, we have our winners and we have our losers. Right. Um, it was a lot easier, I noticed, to give out winner and loser awards, like when every contestant was on the show. But week by week, it was harder to right. not be like, yeah, Chris and Bree, they're, they're the winners and... Julia is the loser, or here this week, Matt and Rudy are the losers. Right. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was really surprised how well Jamie and Trevor took losing. Like, especially with like Trevor's like interview that was just like, yeah, I mean, I don't even mind getting second place because I'm A, happy for Bree and Chris and B, like just really into Jamie. And I was just like, wow, that's, that's pretty big of you to not be like, I really wish, you know, I thought it was, you know, the Bachelor, I thought it was going to be like, I really wish it was us. It's total bullshit, you know, like, but no, we got a, a nice solid season. We both think it is a four out of five. Um, yeah, four out of five for Bachelor season one of Listen to Your Heart. And I'm going to throw out a little, little shout out really quick. So, for anyone that doesn't know, all the instrumental throughout the entire season for every single contestant um, on the show was all done by a band called the Final Rose Band that was put together by the producers. And they only have one outlet that I can see at the moment for their music or anything. And it's on Facebook and they only have 40 people following them. So if you have a Facebook and you like the show and you like the podcast, you should go follow that band because they did a lot of hard work. They were the instrumentals in Brie and Chris's new album. So go share some love because they deserve a lot more than 40 people. Yeah, they do. Damn it. That's upsetting. Yeah, I know. It's like, oh, wow. Okay. I mean, granted, not a lot of people use Facebook as much as they use other things, but. Well, maybe we'll get them there. All the moms out there and the people that like to start fights, go out and please like the final Rose Band. I like it. And while you're at it, go ahead and follow us on Instagram, Bachelor Burt, Binge Boys Podcast, Logan Lewis 96, Kale's Tales. Um, go on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, and YouTube. Subscribe, leave a rating and a review. Let us know what is going right. Let us know what's going wrong so we can make it right. Um, yeah, thanks for tuning in for Listen to Your Heart. I can't wait to discuss Too Hot to Handle. I hear it's really, really spicy, um, so I'm excited to get into it. Um We'll see you uh, for 116 next week. Bye. Bye. (laughs) The hit a big scratcher from the Virginia lottery could be a big hit for you. The game gives you the chance to win up to $1 million. Virginia lottery scratchers. Every day wins. Visit a lottery retailer near you. For odds and more information, visit VALottery.com.